Blog Talk Radio. And because 
the Lord has revealed Angola who is in the land. Na kwa sababu Bwana amefungulia Angola ni nani aliye katika nchi. Elijah moved from Bethel to Gilgal to Jordan to go. Elia alitoka Bethel Gilgali kwenda Yorodani kwenda. So the prophet of the Lord is moving from here to a double portion of revival in Angola for the church to enter. Kwa hivyo nabii wa Mungu anatoka hapa kwenda Angola kwa upako madadufu ili kanisa lipate kuingia. I see Kenya is open. Ninaona Kenya hii wazi. I see Kenya is ready. Ninaona Kenya hii tayari. But Angola is not yet ready. Lakini Angola haiko tayari bado. Time is finished. Na wakati umekwisha. Time is over. Wakati umeisha. Please release the prophet to Angola. Tafadhali achilieni nabii aje Angola. Please let the valuable mighty man of God, the one sent by God to come to Angola. Tafadhali wachilieni nabii mkuu wa Mungu aliyetumwa na Mungu aje kule Angola pia. Let me tell you something. Hebu niwaambie kitu. If you don't know. Kama mjui. The Bible. Biblia. Then you don't know what's happening here. kunena juu ya imani faith imani and in my little introduction na katika utangulizi wangu mdogo if you examine faith very carefully ukitazama imani kwa makini zaidi if you follow faith very very carefully ukifuatilia imani kwa makini zaidi sana and examine faith very very carefully na kuichunguza imani kwa makini zaidi sana you will find that faith actually is the pillar utapata ya kwamba kwa hakika imani ndiyo nguzo of salvation nguzo ya wokovu faith imani indeed becomes the cornerstone of christian salvation christian lifestyle imani kwa hakika inafanyika jiwe la pembeni la wokovu la mtindo wa maisha ya kikristo and Very soon you begin to understand. Hivi karibuni zaidi mtaanza kuelewa. That even as Christians. Ya kwamba hata kama wakristo. Believers. Waumini. Congregation or pastor or priesthood. Washirika ama wachungaji ama makuhani. We are indeed in the business of faith. Kwa hakika tuko katika shughuli ya imani. So very soon you see. Na kwa hivyo hivi karibuni zaidi mtaona literally faith is the all or nothing of salvation ya kwamba imani kwa hakika ni hoja la kikamilifu ama sivyo kabisa katika wokovu 
Katika huu uchunguzi mkubwa zaidi, uchunguzi wa muhimu zaidi wa imani. Kuchunguza imani that we may underscore the importance the significance how critical it is ya kwamba tupate kuvumbua na kuelewa umuhimu jinsi ilivyo nyeti and then to not only preserve it na kisha isiwe ya kwamba ni kuitunza tu hiyo imani but grow it lakini pia tuikuze protect it tuilinde and keep it na kuiweka so the book of genesis chapter 15 i'll read and then i'll explain na kwa hivyo kitabu cha mwanzo mlango wa 15 nitasoma mara tena na kuelezea genesis 15 verse 6 mwanzo mlango wa 15 mstari wa 6 and right in there if you look at the amplified version of the bible na papo hapo ukitazama katika tafsiri ya amplified ya biblia you see other definitions of faith Unaona tafsiri nyingine za imani. Mwanzo mlango wa 15 mstari wa 6 anasema, And he Abraham believed in Nae Abrahamu aliamini ndani. The key phrase they believed in. Na basi mwaelewa, kauli ya muhimu zaidi mahali pale ni kuamini ndani. If you are making a note it will be believed in kama unaandika kwenye daftari itakuwa kuamini ndani and he abram believed in be trusted in naye abrahamu aliamini ndani alafu ba akatumaini ndani si relied on na cha akategemea d remained steadfast to nada akabakia imara the law kwa bwana and then he goes further on to say and he counted it that's the lord alafu anaendelea na kusema kwamba na akaihesabia kumaanisha kwamba bwana and he counted it to him as righteousness naye akamhesabia kuwa uhaki which is right standing with god ambako ni kusimama katika haki na mungu so right from the word go na kwa hivyo tangia tu mwanzoni nitapeana maelezo ya imani imani ni nini na kisha kuchunguza vipengele fulani ambavyo tayari amekwishavitambulisha juu ya imani in other words, kwa maneno mengine if i were allowed today at this moment to define faith ikiwa nitaruhusiwa leo wakati huu kuelezea ama kuchambua imani kupeana maelezo ya kimsingi ya imani imani kuwa na imani kuwa na imani nitasema ya kwamba imani ni kumwamini Mungu imani inamaanisha kumwamini Mungu which means believing him kumaacha kwamba kumwamini yeye so faith na kwa hivyo imani introduces a lot of very important aspects inatambulisha vipengele vingi zaidi that touch directly on christian lifestyle vinavyogusia moja kwa moja mtindo wa maisha wa kikristo lifestyle as it ought to be mtindo wa maisha kama vile unavyopaswa kuwa 
Why? Kwa nini? Because when I say in my basic definition that Ni kwa sababu niliposema katika maelezo yangu ya kimsingi ya kwamba faith is believing God. Ya kwamba imani ni kumwamini Mungu. I see him introduce trust. Ninamuona akitambulisha tumaini. Confidence in. Ujasiri ndani yake. Because believing God. Manake kumwamini Mungu. Say, I believe him. Kama mtu anaweza kusema ninamwamini yeye. I believe her. Ninamwamini yeye kama ni dada. Meaning I can take that person for their word. Kumaanisha kwamba ninaweza kumwamini huyo mtu sawa sawa na neno lake. I don't need any tangible collateral. Sihitaji dhihirisho lolote la kuonekana na kushikika. So I see a covenant. Na kwa hivyo ninaona agano. Faith actually is the definition of the covenant. Imani kwa hakika ni maelezo wa matafsiri ya agano. Covenant which is trust. Agano ambayo ni tumaini. Link connected. Unganisho iliyounganishwa. Believing God. Manake kumwamini Mungu. Faith as we are soon going to see actually is what brings out honor unto the Lord. Na imani kama vile twaenda kuona hivi karibuni ndio iletayo heshima kwa Bwana. Kumaanisha kwamba kumheshimu yeye. As trustworthy. Kama mwaminifu. Lakini nataka nianze na mambo ya kimsingi mahali niliposema ya kwamba katika maelezo ya kimsingi Nitasema kwamba imani ni kumwamini Mungu. But why have I read as I begin to delve to walk this journey of exploring faith, this exploration? Lakini kwa nini nimesoma? Ninapoanza hii safari ya kujitoza, kuingilia imani na kuichunguza na kuichambua. Why have I read Genesis? Kwa nini nimesoma kitabu cha mwanzo? Chapter 15 verse 6. Mlango wa 15 mstari wa 6. Because We see very clearly in that scripture. Ni kwa sababu tuwaona wazi kabisa katika andiko hilo that we are dealing with Jehovah. Ya kwamba tunashughulika na Jehovah, the God of Israel. Mungu wa Israeli. And we are dealing also with somebody. Na pia tunashughulika na mtu that the Lord decreed in his infinite wisdom. Ambaye Bwana alitangaza katika hekima yake kuu zaidi na shauri lake na mamlaka yake alimtangaza huyo mtu kuwa baba wa imani na ndio maana hapatakuwa na mahali pengine popote pa kuenda katika kuchunguza hapata kuwa na mahali pengine popote pa kuenda katika kuchambua hii hazina moja ya muhimu zaidi katika uokovu wa Mkristo isipokuwa kuanza na yule ambaye Mungu mkuu mwenyezi Mungu wa Israeli Mungu wetu alitangaza ya kwamba yeye ndiye baba wa imani yote ya mwanadamu but in that decree lakini katika hiyo amri in that pronouncement in that uh, declaration katika hilo tangazo yani katika hiyo amri in that blessing katika hiyo baraka that Jehovah 
advanced towards Abraham. Ambayo Jehova alimwelekezea Abrahamu as the father of all human beings. Kama baba wa imani yote ya kibinadamu. There is more. Kuna mengi zaidi. We pick out more. Tunapata mengi zaidi. You're able to pull out a lot of very interesting aspects that define faith. Unaweza kuelewa hoja zingine nyingi zaidi zinazoelezea imani. That actually constitute faith. Ambazo kwa hakika sasa zinatengeneza imani. The graphics that constitute the texture of faith, you know. Vijiwe vidogo vidogo vinavyotengeneza hoja hii ya imani. You know the texture the rock by the gravels and water. Kwa kawaida kwa mfano ukiguza mchanga kuna ile sehemu ya mawe na pia vijiwe vidogo vidogo. You are able to pick it up. Why? Because you see him saying. Unaweza kuitambua kwa nini? Kwa sababu unamwona akisema In verse 6 again Genesis 15 says katika mstari wa sita wa mwanzo mlango wa 15 anasema na yeye Abrahamu aliamini ndani alimwamini kuwa na imani kumaanisha kwamba Abrahamu alikuwa na imani ndani ya Mungu kumaanisha kwamba pia Abrahamu alimwamini Mungu And that's the condition of trust. Na hiyo ni hali ya kutumaini. Believe God. Alimwamini Mungu. I believe him. We means I took him for his word. Nilimwamini kumaanisha kwamba nilimchukulia sawasawa na neno lake. So, you clearly see. Na kwa hivyo kwa wazi unaona that with regard to the church as God, God Almighty. Ya kwamba kuhusiana na kanisa na Mungu mkuu mwenyezi. If the church believes God ikiwa kanisa litamwamini Mungu litamwamini Bwana basi kimsingi kanisa limemkweza Bwana kwa maneno mengine kanisa limesema kwamba tazama Bwana ninamwamini katika chochote anachosema ama kufanya i don't need an evidence of anything or anything to be put next to me let me hold on to this sihitaji dhihirisho ya lolote lile liwekwe liwekwe karibu nami ya kwamba wacha nishikilie hii before i can believe that kabla nipate kuamini hiyo if the church just based on the first part of this scripture ikiwa kanisa kulingana tu na awamu ya kwanza ya andiko hili and Abraham believed in the lord Manake anasema na yeye Abrahamu aliamini ndani ya Bwana. Believe God. Alimwamini Mungu. Kumaanisha kwamba unapoamini anasema kwamba anaaminika. Na ndio maana anasema kwamba inamtukuza Bwana. Kuwa na imani ni hoja ya muhimu zaidi of glorifying the Lord. Ya kumtukuza Bwana. Exalting the Lord. Kumkweza Bwana. Blessing the Lord. Kumbariki Bwana. Honoring the Lord. Kumheshimu Bwana. Because believe him. Manake unamwamini. Whatever I say you believe him. Chochote anachosema unamwamini. Lakini sikiza anachosema hapa. He goes on to say. Anaendelea na kusema And he Abraham believed in Nae Abrahamu aliamini ndani trusted in akatumainia ndani with trusting 
kumanisha kutumaimia mwenye kutumaimika ya nguvu zaidi kumaanisha kwamba Mungu wangu ni wa kutumainika wa kutegemewa kulitimiza neno lake na kwa hivyo unapokuwa na imani kama kanisa kama mtu binafsi kama mkristo kwa maneno mengine kwa maneno mengine unakweza kule kutumainika kwa Bwana ama uaminifu wa Bwana na kisha anasema aliamini ndani akategemea so having faith na kwa hivyo kuwa na imani essentially means trusting in the lord kimsingi inamaanisha kwamba kumtumainia bwana it also means relying on the lord pia inamaanisha kumtegemea bwana na hiyo ni ya nguvu sana when you rely on something wakati unategemea kitu fulani you are dependent you are depending on that thing hiyo inamaanisha kwamba unategemea unategemea hicho kitu so in this first part of our exploration today na kwa hivyo katika hii sehemu ya kwanza ya uchunguzi wetu leo kuchambua imani imani ya Mkristo hata uzito wa imani ya kwamba na tukapate kuichukulia imani na uhazina inayostahili tayari tunaona ya kwamba katika ufunguzi wa Mungu wa imani tayari anasema ya kwamba ikiwa tuna imani basi ya kwanza kabisa ni ya kwamba tunaamini ndani yake bila swali bila kushuku ama kumtumainia na maisha yetu rely on him depend on him alafu sasa kumtegemea kumtegemea yeye on him alone yeye peke yake hiyo ni ya nguvu sana so you begin to see the contrast on the other side na kwa hivyo mnaanza kuona tofauti katika ule upande mwingine you begin to see the enemies of faith before we handle them i will handle them later Unaanza kuona adui wa imani hata kabla tupate kuishughulikia tutaishughulikia baadaye. Adui za imani. Tayari waweza kuona ya kwamba imani inaitisha kutegemea kwetu kikamilifu kusiko yumba yumba kusiko tingizika kwa Bwana na kwa Bwana peke yake. So, na kwa hivyo tayari waweza kuona maadui wa imani kutegemea vitu vingine, kutegemea watu wengine, kutegemea mitindo mingine. Hicho ndicho kwa hakika kimefagilia na kuondoa imani toka kanisani. Na sasa katika kushughulikia imani, 
sitaki kukosa kutaja right from the office toka tu mwanzoni that the reason there is a apostasy in the church ya kwamba sababu ambayo kwayo kuna mwanguko wa imani kanisani is because of faith ni kwa sababu ya imani that the church has had her faith ya kwamba kanisa limewacha imani yake ikafagiliwa na kuondolewa. So na kwa hivyo huanza kuelewa jinsi imani ilivyo ya muhimu sana. Ya kwamba haya yote kwa hakika yanaishia kwa imani. Rely on. Kutegemea. I rely with everything else was out. Ninategemea kumaanisha kwamba kila kitu kingine kilikuwa nje. Hakikukuwepo. Yaani ni hicho pekee nilitegemea na nikasubiri nikangojea na kushikilia. Na kwa hivyo mara moja inaibua swali. Right? Mara moja inaibua swali nyeti zaidi. Ya kwamba je wa Kristo Have the body of Christ today in this year. Ya kwamba je mwili wa Kristo leo hii katika mwaka huu has the body of Christ really relied on the Lord and the Lord alone. Je mwili wa Kristo umemtegemea Bwana na tena Bwana peke yake? Or depended squarely on the Lord. Ama kumtegemea Bwana peke yake? And that's where the problem is. Na hapo ndipo shida ilipo. Because I'm going to explore several areas including healing and so on. What faith can do? The importance of faith. Manake ninaenda kushughulikia maeneo mbalimbali hata ukiwemo uponyaji. Kile ambacho imani yaweza kufanya. The benefits of faith. Faida za imani. In other words, being a faithful church. Kwa maneno mengine kuwa kanisa aminifu. Na anasema when we have faith ya kwamba tunapokuwa na imani kumaanisha kwamba tuamwamini Mungu and when we believe God na tunapomwamini Mungu that means we also believe his word hiyo inamaanisha kwamba pia tunaamini neno lake when we believe God tunapomwamini Mungu the Lord Bwana and that means we exalt him na hiyo inamaanisha kwamba tuamtukuza we say he is believable tunasema kwamba ni wa kuaminika ni wa kuaminika. Ni wa kutegemewa. Ni wa kutegemewa. Waweza kumtegemea, waweza kumtazamia. Waweza kutumaini ndani yake. Anasema na yeye Abrahamu aliamini ndani na kutumainia ndani na kumtegemea. So essentially na kwa hivyo kimsingi when one defines faith, Christian faith, wakati mtu anaelezea ama anachambua imani ya Kikristo the Lord now brings in the aspect of remaining steadfast to Bwana sasa analeta ndani hoja ya kubakia mwaminifu kwa Oh that's amazing na hiyo ya shangaza. That is incredible, right? Hiyo ni ya kushangaza sana. Because we know that when Jesus came to deliver the church. Manake tujua kwamba Yesu alipokuja kulikomboa kanisa. He came as a gift. Alikuja kama zawadi. A special gift package from the throne of God. Zawadi especially iliyotoka kwa kiti cha enzi cha Mungu. From the mighty kingdom of God. Toka kwa ufalme mkuu wa Mungu. 
to humanity. Kwa mwanadamu. And when Jesus unveiled to us the gift he was. Na wakati Yesu alitufunulia yeye ni zawadi ya namna gani? It became the big sacrifice on the cross. Ikafanyika dhabihu kubwa msalabani. The death and resurrection of Christ Jesus. Kufa na kufufuka kwake Kristo Yesu. That became the biggest gift to humanity. Hiyo ikawa ndiyo zawadi kubwa zaidi kwa mwanadamu. The cross and the blood. Msalaba na damu. So when he says faith, having faith, believing God. Na kwa hivyo anaposema imani, kuwa na imani, kumwamini Mungu. Having faith, in other words, believing God. Kuwa na imani, kwa maneno mengine kumwamini Mungu. Entails remaining steadfast to inahusisha kubaki mwaminifu kwa anamaanisha nini hapo so now you can see basi sasa waweza kuona that implies that remain hold on to ya kwamba anamaanisha bakia shikilia don't lose steadfast usipoteze kuwa papo hapo hold tightly shikilia kwa nguvu hifadhi that which You receive a Calvary. Calvary. Remain steadfast to the salvation you receive. Kwa that was the gift that came. Hiyo ndiyo mazawadi that was the unfolding, the bathing out of Christian faith. Huko kulikuwa ndiko kufunuliwa, kuzalishwa kwa imani ya Kikristo. John chapter 3 verse 6 says, For God so loved the world katika Yohana mlango wa tatu mstari wa 16 anasema kwa maana jinsi hii Mungu aliupenda ulimwengu ya kwamba yeyote aaminie aaminie mwaona mahali pale ambapo imani inahusishwa kwamba yeyote amwaminie hata angamia ila atakuwa na uzima wa milele Je waelewa kile alichosema kwamba ushikilie kwa udhabiti Je waelewa hii sasa so faith, na kwa hivyo katika kuchambua imani so tayari kuna kufunguliwa kukubwa sana kuhusiana na kile kilichomo maagizo ni yepi kwa kusema tu kwamba tazama mimi ni mwaminifu kwa Bwana nataka kumwamini Bwana nataka kuwa na imani mimi ni mwaminifu nina imani kuna mengi zaidi anasema kwamba pia inahusisha remaining remaining kubaki anasema kubaki meaning what you were given where you were placed kumaanisha kwamba kile ulichopewa mahali ulipowekwa where you were put remaining steadfast to what you received kubakia mwaminifu na dhabiti kwa kile ulichopokea and we received this calvary na tulikipokea calvary that is the salvation huo ndio uokovu that birthed out our faith the faith we have uliozalisha imani yetu imani tulionayo that was the ushering in of the dispensational faith huko kulikuwa diko kuingiza na kukaribisha majira ya imani remain steadfast but that's very powerful because 
bakia mwaminifu kwa na hiyo ni ya nguvu zaidi kwa sababu you can almost hear the undertone the underpinnings karibu uweweza kusikia ule ujumbe wa ndani that anchor this remains steadfast too when you're discussing things ambao unashikilia huku kubakia mwaminifu na dhabiti kwa wakati unajadili imani to remain steadfast to the lord kubakia mwaminifu na dhabiti kwa bwana and i say it means the cross of calvary na nimesema inamaanisha msalaba kalvari that's the way we remain steadfast to the lord right hivyo ndivyo tunabakia waaminifu na dhabiti kwa bwana to acknowledge the gift he gave us kukiri na kushukuru zawadi aliyotupa kutambua na kushukuru njia aliyotupa inayotuongoza kwake na kubakia imara kwake lakini katika hatua ya kuelezea imani katika hatua za kuchambua imani of steadfast kama kuwa na kubakia imara the remaining steadfast to kubaki mwaminifu na dhabiti kwa the salvation he gave us kwa wokovu aliyotupa then you can also hear the undertones the underpinnings right basi karibu waweza kusikia ule ujumbe wa kilindini wa ndani ndani that say unaosema there is a danger of drifting away from the position ya kwamba kuna hatari ya kuanguka na kutoweka mbali na hiyo nafasi remain meaning you could drift away baki inamaanisha kwamba kuna uwezekano waweza kuanguka mbali kabisa meaning watch out you might drift away kumaanisha kwamba kuwa makinifu manake waweza kuanguka na kutoweka mbali watch out that you don't drift away jihadari ya kwamba usije ukaanguka na kutoweka mbali there's a lot he says in there kuna mengi yanayosema pale lakini anaendelea kusema believing in trusting in kuamini ndani kutumainia ndani believing trusted in alitegemea ndani alitumaini ndani relied on akategemea akabakia dhabiti na imara kwa bwana and he counted it to him as righteousness Naye Bwana akamhesabia kuwa uhaki. Which is right Ambako ni kusimama katika uhaki na Mungu. Sasa nataka kutambulisha hoja ifuatayo ya imani. The next aspect, Hoja ifuatayo hatua nyingine. Now, because the father of faith. Kwa sababu baba wa imani. The reason I begin with no one else except the relationship between Abraham and the Lord is because the Lord already declared sababu ilionifanya nisianze na mwingine yoyote isipokuwa kuanza na husiano kati ya Abrahamu na Bwana mwenyewe ni kwa sababu Bwana tayari alitangaza that based on his act of faith towards the Lord ya kwamba kulingana na tendo lake la imani kwa Bwana he became the father of all human faith akafanyika baba wa imani yote ya mwanadamu. Na ndio maana yeye ndio mahali sawa pa kuanzia. Lakini sasa unapochambua uhusiano, anasema kwamba kwa sababu Abrahamu alikuwa na imani kumaanisha kwamba kwa sababu Abrahamu alimwamini Mungu 
na mwajua vitu alivyofanya akatoka nje akajitenga na kuenda kusikojulikana kuacha jamii yake wache unaowajua mnaofahamiana nao na kuenda kusikojulikana kulingana na neno la Mungu akamwamini Mungu na kwenda zake but we see here that the lord is saying that because abraham believed god lakini tuona hapa yakoba bwana anasema kwamba kwa kuwa abrahamu alimwamini mungu in other had faith kwa maneno mengine alikuwa na imani the lord counted it to him as righteousness bwana alimhesabia kuwa uhaki i'm introducing one aspect more ninatambulisha hoja nyingine moja zaidi so indeed having faith in the lord na basi ama kweli kuwa na imani katika bwana implies inamaanisha be righteous kuwa mwenye haki implies righteousness inamaanisha uhaki the lord. kwa bwana na ndio maana niliwaambia kwamba huu waenda kuwa mfululizo mrefu sana Manake kila kipengele ni lazima kikachambuliwe hadi mwisho. Na kisha mtashangazwa sana juu ya haya. Sasa mtaelewa ule msingi halisia wa kindani wa Ukristo. Manake sasa anasema kwamba kwa sababu Abrahamu believed God, in other words, in the Lord, alimwamini Mungu kwa maneno mengine alikuwa na imani katika Bwana. Bwana alimhesabia sasa kuwa uhaki. Now you see. Sasa mnaona where our righteousness rests. Mahali pale ambapo uhaki wetu ulipo. So in fact, walking in righteousness. Na basi hakiki ni kwamba kutembea katika uhaki. That is so much coveted, you know ambako kuna tamaniwa sana sana ujumbe ambao bwana amenituma kuhubiri kote duniani hili eneo linalohitajika zaidi sana la uhaki na kwa hivyo kutembea katika uhaki kimsingi inamaanisha kuwa na imani katika Bwana. So in other words, if there's going to be an apostasy, na kwa hivyo kwa maneno mengine ikiwa kwaenda kuwa na mwanguko wa imani, that takes away, kuna kondoa, that diminishes the righteousness of the church of the saints. Kuna komaliza uhaki wa kanisa ama wateule and of the body of Christ. Na wa mwili wa Kristo. Then that means the body of Christ basi hiyo yamaanisha mwili wa Kristo umepoteza imani na sasa uanza kuelewa uzito wa kutokuwa mwenye haki na ndio maana mara nyingine inafanyika ya kusumbua sana kuwasikia wa Kristo wakisema kwamba e imani ninayo imani e imani ninayo I just want the Lord to help me. Nataka tu bwana anisaidie. To walk in holiness and righteousness. But faith I have. Nitembee katika uhaki na utakatifu lakini imani ninayo. No, it does not work that way. La, haifanyi hivyo. Faith is indeed 
the precursor of this manifest righteousness the Lord is talking about. Imani kwa hakika ni utangulizi wa uhaki huu dhihirisho ambao Bwana ananena juu yake. For it manifest righteousness. Kwa kwa wewe kudhihirisha uhaki. He says you must be faithful. You must be walking in faith. Anasema kwamba lazima uwe mwaminifu. Lazima uwe unatembea katika imani. You must believe God. Lazima umwamini Mungu. For you not to be righteous means you don't have faith. Kwa kwa wewe kutokuwa mwenye haki inamaanisha kwamba hauna imani. You don't believe God. Haumwamini Mungu. If you understand this today, then immediately it will boil down into your heart to understand where the fault started from. Ikiwa utaelewa hii leo basi mara moja itakusaidia moyoni mwako kuelewa ni wapi hasa mwanguko ulianzia. That's why you see I have said many times. Na ndio maana waona ya kwamba nimesema mara kwa mara that when a church or when a pastor is going out to preach ya kwamba wakati kanisa ama wakati mchungaji anaenda kuhubiri the gospel, kuhubiri injili or in the church or whatever ama kanisani mapopote pale when he goes out to preach the gospel anapotoka nje kwenda kuhubiri injili he cannot engage in malpractice hawezi kujihusisha katika uovu wa namna yoyote like oh so a seed here first to get your miracle and start selling the blood of jesus kama kwa mfano panda mbegu hapa kwanza ndio upate muujiza wako na kuanza kuuza damu ya Yesu. Oh, those who want to get babies, you have to show a seed of this amount. Ya kwamba eh wale wanaotaka kupata watoto lazima mpande mbegu ya kiasi fulani. Those who get do this, you know. do that. Wale mnaotaka kufanya hiki panda hii, hawezi kufanya hivyo. The reason he cannot do that. Sababu ambayo kwayo hawezi kufanya hivyo is because the Bible is so clear about the faith we ought to profess. Ni kwa sababu Biblia iko wazi kabisa juu ya imani tunayopaswa kuikiri. Faith in God. Imani ndani mwa Mungu. And he says, by believing God and his words. Na anasema kwamba kwa kumwamini Mungu na neno lake. Which says, don't worry I'll provide. Linalosema kwamba usijali nitakutwalia. Then we manifest righteousness basi twadhihirisha uhaki but you also say then in other words lakini pia anasema pale katika maneno mengine that if we are going out to now try to fend for ourselves ya kwamba ikiwa tunatoka kule nje sasa kujaribu kujitwalia wenyewe through corrupt means kupitia njia za ufisadi that means in the first place we have no faith hiyo yamaanisha kwamba kwanza kabisa hatuna imani. Na hapo ndipo mwanguko ulianzia. The lack of faith. Ukosefu wa imani. The failure of faith in the church. Kutokuwepo kwa imani kanisani. Where the church fails her faith. Ambapo kanisa lilikosa kuwa na imani. That's why I say we are in the business of faith. Na ndio maana nilisema kwamba tumo katika shughuli za imani. We teach faith wafundisha imani and there is no way you can be a deliverer except that you yourself have been delivered na hakuna jinsi waweza kuwa mkombozi isipokuwa kwamba wewe mwenyewe umekombolewa so if you are going to teach faith to the congregation na kwa hivyo ikiwa waenda kuwafundisha washirika imani you yourself had rather be faithful had rather have faith wewe mwenyewe ni afadhali uwe mwaminifu afadhali uwe una imani before you can teach kabla upate kuifundisha so you cannot start teaching so you and then when you ask them why did you do that that's corruption say so, no you know you know i need i have needs 
kwa hivyo hawezi kuanza kufundisha panda mbegu hiyo ni ufisadi na ukimuuliza kwamba kwa nini ulifanya hivyo anasema kwamba la nina mahitaji nina karo ya watoto wangu nina tikiti za ndege nina kodi za nyumba pia nina gharama ya chakula hiyo inamaanisha kwamba hauna imani Haumwamini Mungu wakati Bwana alisema kwamba usifisadi injili yangu. I will provide for you. Nitawatualia. When the Lord said, my servant, you see the birds out there. Wakati Bwana anasema kwamba mtumishi wangu ndege pale nje. He says out there the birds. They don't keep granaries. Anasema kwamba pale nje ndege hawaweki magala. Stores of grain. Magala ya nafaka. And yet your father in heaven feeds them on a daily basis. Na ile hali baba yenu wa mbinguni huwalisha kila siku. And he says look, the lily is out there. Na anasema kwamba tazama maua pale nje. Look at how splendorous they are. Tazama jinsi yalivyo na fahari kuu zaidi. Well adorned, well clothed. Yamepambwa na kuvikwa na kufunikwa kweli kweli. And he says even Solomon in his greatest wealth. Na anasema kwamba hata Solomoni katika mali yake kuu zaidi could not come close to them. Hangeweza kuikaribia. And then said when it comes to the servants of the church he says how much more than you that are the servants of God. Na alafu anapoligeukia kanisa ama watumishi anasema kwamba na sasa je zaidi sana kiasi kipi kwa ninyi watumishi wa Mungu? Shall God take care of you? In other words, fend for you. Ndivyo Mungu atakavyowashughulikia. Kwa maneno mengine kuwatualia. And that's why I say. Na ndio maana ninasema the church cannot engage in any acts of uh, unrighteous practice kanisa haliwezi kujihusisha katika matendo yoyote yaliyo matendo yasiyokuwa ya uhaki lawlessness ya ukengeufu the practice of lawlessness matendo ya ukengeufu this so called gospel of sowing seed and get money here hii injili iitwayo panda mbegu upate pesa upande huu all this kind of stuff the church cannot do so kanisa haliwezi kufanya hivyo why Kwanini? Because then she will be manifesting her fall which means her faithlessness. Ni kwa sababu kanisa sasa litakuwa likidhihirisha mwanguko wake kumaanisha kwamba kukosewa na uaminifu. Which means she doesn't trust God. Kumaanisha kwamba halimtumainii Mungu. She doesn't believe God. Halimwamini Mungu. She doesn't rely on God. Halimtegemei Mungu. She did not remain steadfast to the law. Halikubaki imara na dhabiti kwa Bwana. Let's be careful. Wacha tuwe waangalifu. So that's a very beautiful aspect right there. Na kwa hivyo hicho ni kipengele cha kupendeza zaidi mahali pale. So we begin to understand. Na kwa hivyo tuanza kuelewa the essence of righteousness. Umuhimu wa uhaki that the essence of righteousness in the church. Ya kwamba umuhimu wa uhaki kanisani is actually faith kwa hakika ni imani the essence of a righteous christian lifestyle umuhimu wa mtindo wa maisha ya uhaki ya mkristo ni imani the faith in fact becomes the precursor ya kwamba imani sasa inafanyika ndiyo utangulizi to a holy walk kwa mtembeo wa utakatifu so you cannot come around and say you know na kwa hivyo hawezi kujitokeza na kusema kwamba imani hiyo ninayo. Lakini nahitaji tu Bwana nisaidie kutembea katika uhaki. Imani ninayo. 
huwezi kusema hivyo manake anatuambia kwamba ikiwa una imani basi utatembea katika uhaki wacha nikailete kiwango kingine juu zaidi ili ya kwamba mkaelewe ninachonena juu yake ukiiweka pamoja you can now see very clearly sasa waweza kuona kwa wazi kabisa the definition ya kwamba maelezo namna yote ile unayotaka kuiweka contemporary not the definition of faith maelezo ya imani having linked to righteousness ikiwa imeambatanishwa na uhaki the definition of faith maelezo ya imani is actually the fear of the lord hakika ni kumcha bwana so the fear of god na kwa hivyo kumcha Mungu hicho ndicho kinachosasaelezea na kuchambua imani katika mwili wa Kristo so, na kwa hivyo tayari nimewatambulishieni uhaki na sasa nimepata kuingiza ndani kumcha Mungu Manake kwa hakika hicho ndicho kinachoelezea makutafsiri uhaki. So you see why faith becomes the pillar, the cornerstone. Basi je, sasa mnaona jinsi ambavyo imani inafanyika nguzo, jiwe la pembeni? Upon which to rest the Christian life Ambalo kwalo maisha ya Kikristo yanaegemezwa. So without faith then, na kwa hivyo bila imani sasa, you can say we have no business in salvation waweza kusema hatuna shughuli ama maana yoyote katika wokovu right manake ile kesi ambayo nimeitambuliza hivi sasa hapa ni ya kwamba kwa hakika imani ni msingi ambao kwao wokovu unaimarishwa bila imani hatuwezi kujihesabu katika wokovu Bwana hata hata tuhesabu katika wokovu Yaani kama wale waliookoka ama kuzaliwa upya Huo ni ufunuo mkuu zaidi papo hapo na sasa ninasoma na kuendelea watu wa dhamani. Kitabu cha Warumi mlango wa 4. Warumi mlango wa 4. Ninasoma mstari wa tatu na kisha nitasoma mstari mwingine. So Ili ya kwamba tukapate kuelewa imani. Uzito wa imani. Hapa ndipo kila kitu kiliharibikia. Sasa mwanza kuelewa mahali pa upotovu, mahali ambapo kila kitu kilipotoka kikaharibikia. Toka mahali pa kawaida, mahali pa haki panapopaswa kuwa. Manake anasema kubakia imara na dhabiti kwa Wakati mtu anasema kwamba baki mwaminifu ama imara kwa Meaning kwamba kuna hatari ya kuanguka na kupotoka toka kwayo Na pia udhabiti ama kuwa imara inamaanisha kushikilia Na basi inayomaanisha kupoteza ule mshiko The book of Romans chapter 
Warumi mlango wa 4. Ninasoma katika tafsiri ya Amplified mara tena. Hivi ndivyo anavyosema. Anasema, but if so, what shall we say about Abraham? Warumi mlango wa 4 mstari wa kwanza. Ikiwa ni hivyo, basi tuseme nini kumhusu Abrahamu? Our forefather. Baba yetu mtangulizi. Kwa jinsi ya mwili. What did he find out? Yeye alipata kutambua nini? How does this affect his position? Hii inaathiri vipi nafasi yake? And what was gained by him? Na kile alichokipata kuwa faida. Mstari wa pili wa Warumi mlango wa 4. Na anasema, For if Abraham was justified kwa maana ikiwa Abrahamu alihesabiwa haki je sasa mwaona kile ambacho imani inafanya was justified alihesabiwa haki so we see very clearly kwa hivyo tunaona kwa wazi kabisa that even the justification ya kwamba hata kule kuhesabiwa haki that the lord jesus brought to the church ambako bwana yesu alikuleta kwa kanisa brought to humanity alimletea mwanadamu pale kalvari ya kwamba kule kuhesabiwa haki ya kwamba Mungu wa mbinguni sasa atuhesabie haki kumaanisha kwamba waliokombolewa na wamehitimishwa wamedhibitishwa kwamba wamekombolewa ya kwamba hiyo yatokana na imani ya kwamba njia ya pekee tunayoweza kuipata hiyo kuhesabiwa haki ni kupitia barabara ya imani ni kupitia imani ambayo bila ya hiyo imani hatuwezi kuhesabiwa haki hatuwezi kufikia zile faida za msalaba kalvari kwa hivyo anasema kwa maana ikiwa Abrahamu alihesabiwa haki na kwa maneno mengine katika amplified anasema alithibitishwa alithibitishwa kama mwenye haki kwa kuondolewa hatia je sasa mmeelewa kule kuhesabiwa haki na konena juu yake amplified inaifungua hata zaidi na kusema na kusema na kudhibitishwa kama mwenye haki na kudhibitishwa kama mwenye haki by acquittal from guilt kwa kuondolewa hatia na kwa hivyo anasema kwa maana ikiwa Abrahamu alihesabiwa haki na kudhibitishwa kuwa mwenye haki kwa kuondolewa hatia kwa matendo mazuri aliyoyatenda basi anacho kitu cha kujivunia but not before God. Lakini si mbele za Mungu. Not before the Lord. Si mbele za Bwana. Je, sasa mnaelewa? I am introducing another aspect of faith. Ninatambulisha kipengele kingine cha imani. I'm introducing the fact that Ninatambulisha swala kwamba 
Imani ndiyo iliyotuhesabia haki. Imani kwa hakika ndiyo inayomfanya Bwana atuhesabie haki. Manake alitutumia mkombozi. Mwokozi. Lakini itatubidi ni lazima tuwe na imani. Na kumwamini yeye. That means believing the channel of redemption that he opened for us through Christ Jesus. Kumaanisha kwamba kuamini njia ya ukombozi aliyotufungulia kupitia Yesu Kristo. And then access it. Na kisha kuipata. So we are justified. Kwa hivyo tunahesabiwa haki. But Father only says something very important here. Lakini kwa kuendelea anasema jambo la muhimu sana hapa. He is now introducing. Sasa anatambulisha the grace of God. Neema ya Mungu. He says, but not by works. Anasema lakini si kwa matendo mema. He is underscoring the importance of faith. Anasisitiza umuhimu wa imani. He says, faith is the only thing that exonerates us. Anasema imani ndicho kitu cha pekee kinachotuondoa. From having to pay the full penalty. Toka kwa kuhitajika kulipa gharama kamilifu. Works for works. Matendo kwa matendo. Kiasi ya kwamba sasa haigusiki. Bila malipo ya kiasili. Tuweza tu kumwamini Mungu na kupata kuondolewa hatia. Kupata kuhesabiwa haki. Kufikia ukombozi. The grace of God unleashed at Calvary. Kufikia neema ya Mungu iliyoachiliwa Calvary. I think this is very critical hii ya muhimu zaidi kuhusu kanisa. And you can see that the failure to understand the basics of salvation. Na waweza kuona ya kwamba kukosa kuelewa mambo ya kimsingi ya wokovu. Is the failure to understand. Ni kukosa kuelewa hii. In fact, the failure to understand this at the basic na sasa hakika ni kwamba kukosa kuelewa hii kuwa ya msingi hatua za mwanzoni the foundation of salvation msingi wa wokovu the failure to teach this is what has resulted into corruption in the church ukosefu wa kufundisha hii ndio ulioleta ufisadi kanisani because you have to understand this manake ni lazima uelewe hii is laying out the fundamentals for the christian salvation ni kuweka maswala ya kimsingi ya uokovu wa Mkristo. Mtindo wa maisha ya Mkristo. Manake anasema kwamba sasa ni kupitia imani peke yake. Can we be able to dialogue on grace? Ndipo twaweza kuzungumza juu ya neema. Even for the locals, the local standing, right? Or even for any place hata kuweza kuwa na nafasi yoyote kuwa na sababu yoyote ile ya kujadili neema ikiwa toweza kuipata ama kuifikia neema anasema ya kwamba kwanza kabisa ni lazima uwe na imani anasema ya kwamba faida za imani kwa kweli ni neema ya Mungu. Because when you have faith, then the grace of God is bestowed upon you. 
maana sasa ukiwa na imani basi neema ya Mungu inamiminwa juu yako kuondolewa kwa hatia the punishment the justification in the cross that he just kuadhibiwa kule kuhesabiwa haki alikofanya msalabani ya kwamba alituhesabia haki the punishment adhabu the judgment he paid for us that we may now not be judged hukumu aliyotulipia ya kwamba sasa tusihukumiwe for the very sins we committed kwa dhambi zile zile tulizozitenda and he says all that is through this very important avenue of faith na anasema kwamba hiyo yote ni kupitia hii njia ya muhimu zaidi ya imani. Ya kwamba msingi wa imani ya kwamba tunapotiwa msingi kwa imani kumaanisha kwamba kumwamini Mungu. Basi sasa ataweza kufikia na kuipata hata karama ya neema alionena juu yake. <laughs> Hiyo ni nguvu sana. Na kisha anasema So not by works anymore. Basi si kwa matendo mema tena. You see how faith becomes the currency. Je, mwaona jinsi imani inafanyika ndiyo sarafu? The currency that actually causes the transaction. Sarafu ambayo kwa hakika inasababisha ile biashara ama mabadilishano. To remove us from the physical pain. Kutuondoa katika uchungu wa kiasili. The sin. Dhambi. The death mauti and what we ought to have paid you know na kile ambacho badala yake tulipaswa kulipa anasema bora tu unapopata sarafu ya imani sarafu ya kiroho ya imani now you can access you can access the says, you can access sasa waweza kupata waweza kupata yafuatayo anasema kwamba waweza kupata the righteousness of the lord which we have seen Now faith defining ambayo tumeona sasa imani ikielezea and further on we have seen that through that faith has has defined for us na kwa kuendelea tumeona kwamba kupitia hiyo kwa hivyo sasa imani imetuchambulia the fear of god kumcha bwana the fear of the lord kumcha bwana and now furthermore now we are seeing na sasa kwa kuendelea zaidi tunaona that faith indeed ya kwamba imani kwa hakika is the grace of God. Ni neema ya Mungu. That when you have faith, when you believe God. Ya kwamba unapokuwa na imani, unapomwamini Mungu, then you have the grace of God. Basi unayo neema ya Mungu. Now you can access the grace of God. Sasa waweza kuifikia neema ya Mungu. Now you, you are justified for the grace. Sasa unahesabiwa haki kwa ajili ya neema. So in all this na kwa hivyo katika haya yote yakiwekwa pamoja kwa mhutasari right mara moja huanza kuelewa uzito ambao kwao Jehova anachukulia imani waona pale mahali pa kutokubaliana mahali pa kutengana na kanisa hivi sasa na mwanadamu je mwanielewa sasa waona ya kwamba sasa kule kupingana kulipoingia kunaingia kutokana na kanisa kuipoteza imani yake because the lord now the single most important thing the lord treasures 
manake lile jambo moja kuu zaidi ambalo bwana analihesabia kuwa hazina ni imani kumwamini yeye na kumbuka ya kwamba unapomwamini yeye then you believe his word basi unaliamini neno lake chochote anachosema unaenda sawa sawa na hicho because say no i believe maana unasema kwamba wajua nini naamini ndani yake and we see that in the process is about honoring god na tumeona ya kwamba katika hatua hiyo ni juu ya kumheshimu Mungu. Ya kwamba tazama ni wa kuaminika. Ya kwamba tazama kumtumainia Mungu ni wa kutumainika. Ni wa kutumainika. Kumtegemea Mungu kumaanisha kwamba ni wa kutegemewa. Kumtazamia Mungu kumaanisha kwamba ni wa kutazamiwa. You can rely on him. Waweza kumtazamia. Na hakuna kitu kitakachokuharibikia. So we see quite a few aspects of this faith. Na kwa hivyo tumeona vipengee kadhaa juu ya swala hili imani. And we see the faith now shoots out towers very high. Na tumeona kwamba sasa imani inajitokeza juu kabisa zaidi ya zote. Before the throne of God. Mbele ya kiti cha enzi cha Mungu. When he looks at us. Anapotutazama He looks at the different levels of faith. Anatazama viwango mbalimbali vya imani. You see that I'm going to handle levels of faith. Ninaenda kushughulikia viwango vya imani. And the enemies of faith. Na adui wa imani. But very clearly you can see. Lakini kwa makini zaidi waweza kuona. As we read and say. Tunaposoma na kuendelea anasema. Mstari wa 4. Now to elevate. Na basi kwa mtu afanyaye kazi. His wages are not counted as a favor mushahara wake hauhesabiwi kwake kuwa ni kibali or a gift ama zawadi but as an obligation something owed to him bali ni haki yake yani kitu anachostahili are you seeing now through faith sasa je mwaona kupitia imani he is now trying to coin up sasa anajaribu kutokeza what the grace of god is all about kile ambacho neema ya mungu inahusu he said whereas if it was through works anasema ya kwamba ikiwa ingekuwa kulingana na matendo mema that abraham was chosen as the father of faith ya kwamba abrahamu akachaguliwa kuwa baba wa imani through his works his good works did kupitia matendo yake mema then you would say he is old basi ungesema kwamba anastahili. Lakini anatambulisha swala kwamba Abrahamu baba wa imani katika njia ya kimwili hakufanya chochote. Hakufanya chochote hata ama kumpatia kile kimo cha juu. Kibali alichokuwa nacho na Mungu. Ninanena juu ya kibali. Isipokuwa jambo moja tu. Kuwa na imani katika Bwana. Hakufanya chochote. Ili kujipatia hiyo. Hicho kimo, hicho kibali, hiyo baraka iliyonenwa juu zaidi katika Biblia. 
ya kwamba kanisa na kila mtu amefungamanishwa nayo the blessing of even having the messiah come through his lineage you know? baraka za kuwa na masihi akija toka katika ukoo wake the redeemer of mankind mkombozi wa wanadamu the christ the messiah that's a big blessing kristo masihi hiyo ni baraka kubwa sana in fact that was the blessing of abraham na hiyo ndiyo iliyokuwa baraka yake abrahamu but we see that that blessing emanated from the fact that lakini tuona kwamba hiyo baraka ilitokana na swala kwamba Abraham exuded faith towards the Lord. Abrahamu alitoa imani kumwelekea Bwana. He had faith in the Lord which means he believed God. Alikuwa na imani ndani mwa Bwana kumaanisha kwamba alimwamini Mungu. He believed the Lord. Alimwamini Bwana. That was it. Only that then he achieved it. There was no physical terms. Ni hiyo tu, ni hiyo peke yake na akaipata. There was no physical terms as an I did this you pay me this. Hapakuwa na matendo yote ya kiasili. Yaani ninafanya hii wanilipa hii. He did not. Sivyo. This is the importance of faith now in accessing the grace of God. Mwaona umuhimu wa imani sasa katika kuipata neema ya Mungu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said because we were targeting Romans chapter 4 verse 3 which was clearly covered you know. Na anasema hivi Manake tulikuwa tukilenga Warumi mlango wa 4 mstari wa 13 and also we are targeting Romans chapter 4 again na tena tunalenga Warumi mlango wa 4 verses 18 or mstari wa 18 hadi wa 22 what you could read on alone see discover a lot of things about the gravity of faith lakini waweza kusoma na kuendelea zaidi na sana na kutambua vitu vingi zaidi kuhusiana na uzito wa imani. How critical faith is. Jinsi imani ilivyonyeti. Romans chapter 4 verse 5. So we understand the significance of faith within the body of Christ. Warumi mlango wa 4 mstari wa 5 ili kwamba tukapate kuelewa umuhimu wa imani katika mwili wa Kristo. The importance of faith as a very significant foundation for the Christian lifestyle for the church today. Umuhimu wa imani kama msingi ulionyeti zaidi katika mtindo wa maisha ya Ukristo kwa kanisa leo hii. Even the cause being the cause the dwindling of faith being the cause of the apostasy. Hata kuwa ndio sababisho. Yaani kule kutokuwepo kwa imani kuwa ndio sababisho la mwanguko. Mwanguko wa imani mnaoona leo. Manake punde tu kanisa litakapoelewa hii. Basi bila shaka kanisa litapata barabara yake ya kurudia urejesho. Basi litaweza kutafuta na kupata njia yake kurudi mahali pale lilipoangukia mahali lilipopotokea Because I say believing God Manake nimesema kumwamini Mungu Faith is believing God Imani ni kumwamini Mungu Yes I believe in believing God Yaani kuondoka tu na kumwamini Mungu For the church to fall today she does not believe God anymore kumacho kwamba kwa kanisa kuanguka leo hii halimwamini Mungu tena. Hiyo ni ya kushangaza zaidi tena ya kuhuzunisha. Lakini anaendelea katika mstari wa tano na kusema But one who not working by the law trust <laughs> so faith about trust I love that, no? 
lakini kwa mtu ambaye hafanyi kazi kwa sheria anamtumaini kwa hivyo imani ni juu ya kutumaini anamtumaini anamwamini kikamilifu mwaona hiyo kutumaini inamaanisha kuamini kikamilifu ndani yake yani ndani ya Bwana yeye ambaye huwahesabia waovu haki his faith is credited to him as righteousness the standing acceptable to god imani yake anahesabiwa kuwa haki kuwa katika msimamo wa kukubalika kwa Mungu hiyo ni ya nguvu sana so he still explores he underscores basi bado anasisitiza the most critical of all critical swala nyeti zaidi katika zote zilizonyeti the most critical of all critical nyeti zaidi ya nyeti zote fruition the fruits tunda that come out of faith matunda yanayotokana na imani and says it is still the righteousness of god na anasema bado ni uhaki wa mungu and then it is very clear na kisha anakuambia kwa wazi kabisa the standing acceptable to god which means acceptability anasema kusimama katika hali ya kukubalika na Mungu inayomaanisha kukubalika that god may now accept us yakoba Mungu sasa anatukubali when we have faith wakati tuna imani so nobody can say they are faith if they are not walking in righteousness kwa hivyo hakuna mtu awezaye kusema kwamba ana imani ikiwa hatembei katika uhaki. Imani yako yaweza kuongezeka. Hiyo inakubalika. Waweza kusema kwamba alikuwa na imani ya kiwango cha chini. Na anaongezeka kiimani. Ama anaongezeka katika imani yake ikiwa ni dada. The Holy Spirit is helping you kumaanisha kwamba roho mtakatifu anakusaidia ili kukamilisha uhaki wako around, lakini katika upande mwingine kule kudidimia kwa imani ama kudidimia kwa uhaki kwaweza tu kunena juu ya imani inayotoweka imani ambayo inapotea imani ambayo inakufa na kupotea inadidimia inapotea na mstari wa sita anasema basi Daudi anampongeza huyu mtu na kunena baraka juu yake yeye ambaye Mungu humhesabia haki apart from the works he does pasipo matendo blessed and happy and to be envied wamebarikiwa na wanafuraha na ni wakuonewa wivu are those whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered up wale ambao uovu wao umesamehewa na ambao dhambi zao zimefutwa na kuzikwa kabisa kabisa so if you want to understand the genesis of forgiveness 
na kwa hivyo ikiwa wataka kuelewa mwanzo wa msamaha basi waona kwamba yote inaishia kwa imani John chapter 3 Manake anasema katika Yohana mlango wa 3 Naenda kuisoma hivi sasa. Mstari wa 16. John Yohana mlango wa 3 mstari wa 16. How faith in fact is what defines our forgiveness of sin. Waona jinsi anavonena juu ya imani. Jinsi ambavyo imani sasa ndio inayoelezea kusamehewa kwetu kwa dhambi. Na sasa zaidi sana hata umilele wetu. Yohana mlango wa 3:16 anasema. Na nitasoma toka katika tafsiri ya Amplified. Na anasema. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world oh which means refurbished renovated kwa maana jinsi hii Mungu aliupenda ulimwengu zaidi sana na kudhamini ulimwengu sana kumaanisha kwamba aliadilisha alikarabati exalted alitukuza for god so greatly loved and dearly prized the world kwa maana jinsi hii Mungu aliupenda ulimwengu zaidi sana na kuukweza. Aliutukuza kwa maneno mengine. For God so greatly loved and dearly prized the world. Kwa maana jinsi hii Mungu aliupenda ulimwengu zaidi na kuukweza. That he even gave up his only begotten unique son. Hata akamtoa mwanawe mzaliwa wa pekee so that whoever believes in trusts in kwamba yeyote anayemwamini yeyote anayemtumainia clings to anayemshikilia na kumkwamilia relies on him anayemtegemea shall not perish hata angamia come to destruction yani kuujia uharibifu be lost kupotea but have eternal everlasting life bali atakuwa na uzima wa milele na milele hilo andiko ni moja wapo ya maandiko ya muhimu zaidi katika biblia nzima hilo andiko ni nyeti zaidi siwezi kashiriki pamoja nanyi so much that i know about this scripture mengi zaidi nayojua juu ya andiko hili that um, i cannot preach yale ambayo hata siwezi kuhubiri this scripture hili andiko Siruhusiwi kuhubiri hayo so much in about the scriptures mengi zaidi kuhusiana na andiko hili in that, that the lord revealed to me about this that i've never prepared kabisa ambayo bwana alinifunulia kuhusiana na andiko hili ambayo sijawahi kuhubiri siwezi kashiriki nanyi hiyo but right from this you can see lakini moja kwa moja toka hapa mweza kuona that this most treasured scripture foundational scripture ya kwamba hili andiko lilodhaminiwa zaidi andiko la kimsingi you talk about the scripture that anchors unanena juu ya andiko linalotia nanga humanity the church andiko linalotia nanga mwanadamu kanisa to god kwa mungu the scripture that actually opens the door andiko ambalo kwa hakika lafungua mlango 
the channel, the, the portals of communication between foreign church, foreign lands. Njia za mawasiliano kati ya kanisa lililoanguka, mwanadamu aliyeanguka and the kingdom, the holy kingdom of God, the righteous kingdom. Na ufalme, ufalme takatifu wa Mungu, ufalme wenye uhaki. The glorious kingdom. Ufalme wenye utukufu. This most important scripture on sacrifice. Hili andiko la muhimu zaidi juu ya kutoa dhabihu. On offer. Juu ya kujitoa. On the opening of door for us to enter heaven. This scripture here. Juu ya kufungua mlango kwetu sisi kuingia mbinguni. Hili andiko hapa. John chapter 3:16 We can see that this scripture is actually essentially an embodiment of the description of faith. Toweza kuona kwamba hili andiko kimsingi ni mwili ama picha ya maelezo ya imani. And how important faith is. Na jinsi imani ilivyo ya muhimu. Because say for God so loved God that he sent him the unique one and only begotten son. Manake anasema kwamba kwa maana jinsi hii Mungu aliupenda ulimwengu kiasi ya kwamba akamtuma mwanawe mmoja wa pekee. That whoever believes him kwamba yeyote amwaminie. Believe in him. Amwaminie. Trust on him. Anayemtumaini. Relies on him. Anayemtegemea. Imani. Whoever has faith in him. Yeyote aliye na imani ndani yake shall not perish but have everlasting eternal life hatapotea lakini atakuwa na uzima wa milele na milele eternal everlasting life with god maisha ya milele na milele this is how critical faith is je mwaona jinsi imani ilivyonyeti it is all anchored on faith yote imetiwa nanga kwa imani if this is such an important scripture a central scripture ikiwa hili ni andiko la muhimu kiasi hiki andiko la shina in the Bible. Kwenye Biblia. Literally the entire Bible. Basi kwa hakika Biblia yote nzima is indeed embedded on faith. Biblia yote nzima kwa hakika imetiwa nanga kwa imani. To the extent that if you don't have faith. Kufikia kiwango ya kwamba usipokuwa na imani. The Bible will have no effect on you. Biblia haitakuwa na athari zozote juu yako. You cannot access the trappings hawezi kuzifikia na kuzipata zile faida that accrue from the bible zinazotokana na biblia without faith bila imani so if that scripture na kwa hivyo ikiwa hilo andiko for god so loved the world so much that he gave his only unique one and only begotten son kwa maana jinsi hii Mungu aliupenda ulimwengu sana kiasi ya kwamba akamtoa mwanawe mzawa wa pekee ya kwamba yeyote amwaminie amtegemeae amtazamiae amshikiliae dhabiti will not perish or be destroyed hata angamia wala kuharibiwa but have eternal everlasting life bali atakuwa na maisha ya milele na milele that to me is incredible kwangu mimi hiyo ni ya kushangaza manake hilo andiko lote actually underscores how critical faith is to god the father kwa hakika linasisitiza jinsi imani ilivyonyeti zaidi kwa Mungu Baba. Anaweza kumwachilia mwanawe wa pekee mzawa wa pekee. Aende afe msalabani. For the sake of those that will have faith. 
kwa sababu ya wale watakaokuwa na imani so we see the faith is very very central na kwa hivyo tunaona kwamba imani ni nyeti sana sana katika mtindo wa maisha wa mkristo without which there is effort ambayo bila ya hiyo imani kuna mwanguko without which there is no salvation ambayo bila ya hiyo imani hamna wokovu ni juu ya imani so to move further on na kwa hivyo kwa kuendelea zaidi the book of romans chapter 3 verse 28 what does it say warumi mlango wa tatu mstari wa 28 yasema nini hallelujah so in your daily life you ought in fact if there's any prayer you ought to give out every morning or evening na kwa hivyo katika maisha yenu ya siku baada ya siku na hata hivyo ikiwa kuna ombi lolote ambalo unapaswa kuomba kila asubuhi ama kila jioni Ya kwamba Bwana tafadhali waweza kuongeza imani yangu Lord can you bless my Bwana je waweza kuibariki imani yangu Can you protect my faith Why Bwana waweza kuilinda imani yangu Kwa nini Because You know that faith kwa sababu umwajua kwamba imani is the mother of all righteousness. Imani ndiye mama wa uhaki wote. So in other words, once you will have faith, you will believe God. Na kwa maneno mengine ni kwamba punde tu utakapokuwa na imani, utakapomwamini Mungu. Faith meaning believe God. Imani kumaanisha kwamba kumwamini Mungu. Then you believe his word. If his word says Only the right here to enter the kingdom of God. Basi utaliamini neno lake. Ikiwa neno lasema kwamba wenye haki pekee wataingia katika ufalme wa Mungu. Then you will believe that and hence you will walk according to that. Basi utaamini hiyo na kwa hivyo utatembea sawa sawa na hiyo. And then faith. Na kisha anasema faith is what gives up birth out the fear of the lord the fear of God. Imani ndio inayozalisha kumcha Mungu. And that means If the Lord will bless your faith. Na hiyo inamaanisha kwamba ikiwa Bwana ataibariki imani yako. Then you have such enormous faith. Basi utakuwa na imani kubwa zaidi. That you will walk in righteousness. Kiasi ya kwamba utatembea katika uhaki. And always adhere to the fear of the Lord. Na siku zote kushikilia na kufuatilia kumcha Mungu. So all you need is faith. Kwa hivyo kile mnachohitaji ni imani. But to move on Romans I said Romans chapter 3 Lakini kwa kuendelea nilisema ni katika Warumi mlango wa 3 verse 28 Mstari wa 28 So we explore further faith Ili kwamba tukapate kuchambua zaidi imani This very critical aspect of Christian called faith Hii hoja iliyonyeti zaidi ya mtembeo wa Mkristo inayoitwa imani na jinsi ilivyo na athari kubwa zaidi okay, kwa maisha ya Mkristo mstari wa 28 anasema ninasoma amplified katika Warumi mlango wa tatu mstari wa 28 he for we hold that a man is justified and is made upright by faith anasema kwa maana tuona kwamba mwanadamu huhesabiwa haki na kufanywa mwenye haki kwa njia ya imani hiyo ni ya nguvu zaidi na tena anasema kwa maana tuona kwamba mwanadamu huhesabiwa haki na kufanywa kuwa mwenye haki kwa njia ya imani independent of and distinctly 
apart from good deeds works of the law pasipo hata kidogo wala kuambatanishwa na matendo mema yani kazi za sheria the observance of the law has nothing to do with justification kushika sheria na kufuata sheria hakuna chochote kuambatana na kuhesabiwa haki so for me that is very powerful kwa hivyo kwangu mimi hiyo ni ya nguvu sana because in crowding up this first segment on faith Manake katika kutamatisha awamu hii ya kwanza ya imani says, waona ya kwamba kwa kupendeza anasema ya kwamba katika asili ya kuanguka even after the fall of adam i want to begin from this hata baada ya mwanguko wa adamu nataka kuanzia hapo when adam was brought unto this earth created by god wakati Adamu aliletwa katika dunia hii alipoumbwa na Mungu Adam was told to believe God Adamu alifundishwa kumwamini Mungu In other words to take God to take him for his word Kwa maneno mengine kumchukulia Mungu kumchukulia sawa sawa na neno lake To believe God kumwamini Mungu And so when the Lord told him there is a tree at the center of the garden don't eat of its fruits na kwa hivyo wakati Bwana alimwambia kwamba kuna mti katikati mwa bustani usile tunda toka kwa huo Don't eat of that tree. Don't eat of the tree. Usile toka kwa mti huo. So Adam adhere to that. Kwa hivyo Adamu alizingatia na kutii hiyo. Which means at that time he believed God. Kumaanisha kwamba wakati huo alimwamini Mungu. Which means he had faith. Kumaanisha kwamba alikuwa na imani. But when Adam failed, lakini sasa wakati Adamu alianguka, wakati ule wa kuja kwake hawa, what did the devil do? Shetani alifanya nini? The devil came to them said, if you will eat that, Shetani aliwajia na kusema kwamba ikiwa utakula hiyo, you will get wisdom, knowledge of good and bad. Mutapata hekima, ufahamu wa mema na mabaya. And if believe, and Adam believe, na hawa akaamini Adamu pia akaamini yes when they will eat that they will have knowledge of good and evil. kwamba nam watakapokula hiyo watakuwa na ufahamu wa mema na mabaya. So listen to these precious people. Kwa hivyo sikiza haya watu wa dhamani. That's the very important revelation we have right here. Huo ni ufunuo wa muhimu zaidi tulionao papo hapo. Because the Lord is not only telling us. Kwa maana Bwana kwa maneno mengine anatuambia that when Adam and Eve set out based on the deceptiveness ya kwamba wakati Adamu na Hawa waliondoka kulingana na ule udanganyifu of the right? udanganyifu wa adui when they set out to disobey right walipoamua kutokuti to go and prove out to test out kwenda kudhibitisha kujaribu to test out to see if this which God was saying was right kujaribu ili kupata kujua ikiwa hiki ambacho Mungu alikuwa anasema ni cha kweli ikiwa hiki ambacho adui alikuwa anasema picha kilikuwa kweli walipoenda kujaribu kudhibitisha kujaribu mema dhidi ya mabaya basi wakaanguka basi ukaja mwanguko basi wacha niwaambie ni I see right away what faith is. Naona moja kwa moja imani ni nini? From that point on. Toka mahali pale kuendelea. 
But the Lord, in other words, used that to say, in other words, that faith ya kwamba Bwana anatumia hiyo kusema kwa maneno mengine ya kwamba imani means kwamba kumchukua Mungu sawa sawa na neno lake kumwamini Mungu kwa neno lake kumwamini tu kama vile alivyo na sio kuondoka kwenda kudhibitisha wakati Adamu na Hawa waliamua kumchunguza Mungu Manake ya duya aliwauliza kwamba je kwa kweli alisema hivyo ili kuichezea imani yao kufanya imani yao ikayumbe yumbe Manake walimwamini Mungu kwa kadri vile Adamu alimwamini Mungu alitembea katika uhaki na Mungu alitembea na Mungu katika wakati wa kupoa jua lakini siku ile aliyoamua manake imani ni kuamini bila thibitisho lolote la kushikika lakini wakati ule ambapo Adamu alitoka nje ili kuenda kudhibitisha hiki ambacho Mungu alikuwa ananena juu yake kwa vipimo vya kibinafsi basi ukaja mwanguko naacha niwaambie ninaenda kutaja kitu ambacho sasa ni cha kuhuzunisha sana sana mwanguko wa imani the diminishing of faith kudidimia kwa imani the faith of mankind imani ya mwanadamu the believing god kumwamini mungu the fall of faith kuanguka kwa imani is what brought the consequence of ndiko kulikoleta mshahara wa kifo okay let me put it another way the consequence of failing to have faith na wacha niweke kwa maneno mengine matunda ama mshahara wa kutokuwa na imani ni mauti kali kabisa it is death and eternal death ni mauti na mauti ya milele je mwaona jinsi mauti iliingilia sasa because if adam and eve had just believed god for what manake ikiwa adamu na hawa wangemwamini mungu sawa sawa na neno lake na kumchukua sawa sawa na neno lake kifo hakingeingia if they had held steadfast without losing that which he told them because they are faith in him kama wangeshikilia thabiti na imara bila kupoteza kile alichowaambia manake wana imani ndani yake they believe him for his words wamwamini sawa sawa na neno lake they take him for his words wamchukulie sawa sawa na neno lake they believe him as god wamwamini kama mungu they will not have come there hakungetokea mauti. Je, mwaelewa jinsi hii ni ya kuhuzunisha zaidi sana na jinsi imani ilivyonyeti sana? Hii ni ya kumaanisha sana. So, when a Christian is with faith. Na kwa hivyo wakati Mkristo yuko na imani, has faith in the Lord. Ana imani katika Bwana in the Christian faith. Katika imani ya Mkristo, has faith. Ana imani And then you see their faith dwindling away. Alafu unaona kwamba imani yao inadidimia. Then you should now know that death has set in. 
basi inakupasa ujue kwamba mauti imeingia wapaswa kujua kwamba sasa mshahara ama matokeo ya huko kudidimia kwa imani yao ni mauti hivyo ndivyo ilivyonyeti si kitu cha kusema kwamba uweza kucheza cheza nayo hapa na pale the consequence of a diminished faith mshahara wa imani iliyodidimia ni mauti nothing else nothing is immediate hakuna kingine chochote hakuna chochote cha katikati it is death ni mauti and to me that's the ultimate penalty right na kwangu mimi huo ndio mshahara tamati wa mwisho kabisa that is very serious and grievous right na hiyo ni ya kumaanisha zaidi sana na ya kuhuzunisha when adam walked faithfully na kwa hivyo wakati adamu alitembea katika uaminifu mimi believed god kumaanisha kwamba alimwamini mungu meaning had faith in god kumaanisha kwamba alikuwa na imani ndani ya mungu meaning took god for his word kumaanisha kwamba alimchukulia mungu sawasawa na neno lake took the lord for his word alimchukulia bwana sawasawa na neno lake he walked upright alitembea kwa unyofu in other words in righteousness kwa maneno mengine katika uhaki and he walked with god in the cool of the day na alitembea na mungu katika wakati wa kupoa jua but when adam lost faith lakini wakati adamu alipoteza imani in the words of god katika neno la mungu stop believing god and hence believe the adversaries akaacha kumwamini Mungu na hivyo basi akamwamini shetani adui imani yake ikadidimia basi ukaja mwanguko lakini sasa nashangazwa sana ya kwamba Yesu anaporudi when the lord now sends the messiah sends christ jesus to redeem fallen men wakati bwana sasa anamtuma masihi anamtuma bwana yesu akamkomboe mwanadamu aliyeanguka he tells us now from these scriptures anatuambia sasa toka katika andiko hili andiko la warumi mlango wa tatu mstari wa 28 anasema that faith ya kwamba imani is the antidote of what was lost Imani ndiyo tafsiri ya kile kilichopotezwa katika bustani la Edeni. Ya kwamba imani ndiyo jibu kwa mwanguko. Ya kwamba hata wakati mwanadamu alianguka na mauti ikaingia. Sasa anasema katika kitabu cha Warumi mlango wa tatu mstari wa 28 For we hold it that the man is justified means made right and just Kwa maana tuona kwamba mwanadamu huhesabiwa haki kumaanisha kwamba anachukuliwa kuwa mwenye haki and made upright by faith independent of what's meaning na kufanywa kuwa mnyofu kwa imani bila kuzingatia matendo kumaanisha kwamba kumaanisha kwamba ya kwamba hata katika mwanguko wakati mwanadamu alianguka na bwana akamtuma Yesu akamkomboe mwanadamu aliyeanguka 
Sasa just have faith. Kuwa tu na imani. You are redeemed from that fall, fallen, become upright. Umekombolewa tokana na huo mwanguko aliyeanguka anafanyika kuwa mnyofu. Fallen now becomes upright. Aliyeanguka sasa anafanyika mnyofu. Before the Lord. Mbele za Bwana. Waona jinsi imani ilivyo ya muhimu? By faith. Kwa imani. That only faith can now remove us from the fallen stage to ya kwamba ni imani pekee inaweza kutuondoa katika kimo cha mwanguko mpaka kwa unyofu. Asili ya mwanguko hadi kwa unyofu na Mungu. Ninadhani hiyo itakuwa sehemu ya muhimu zaidi ya kutamatishia hii awamu ya kwanza. Ya kwamba kwa hakika imani Imani ndiyo aliyokuja kurejesha Yesu. What was lost at the garden of Eden? Kile kilichopotezwa kwenye bustani ya Edeni ni imani. And what was gained at Calvary? Na kile kilichopatikana Calvary ni imani. That's the meaning of restoration, restored. Kwa hivyo hiyo ndiyo maana ya urejesho, aliyerejeshwa. Again, what was lost in the garden of Eden was faith. Na tena kile kilichopotezwa kwenye bustani ya Edeni ni imani. Na wakati masihi alikuja, wakati mkombozi alikuja, kile kilichorejeshwa, urejesho ilimaanisha kwamba ile imani iliyopotezwa sasa hatimaye ilirejeshwa into the life of mankind. Katika maisha ya mwanadamu. That if you just believe God now. Ya kwamba ikiwa tu utamwamini Mungu sasa. John chapter 3:16, you just believe God now. Yohana mlango wa tatu mstari wa 16, ikiwa tu utamwamini Mungu sasa. Have faith. Believe him. Uwe na imani, umwamini. Then you will not perish but now have eternal life basi hautaangamia bali utakuwa na uzima wa milele hiyo ndiyo tafsiri ya mauti iliyoingilia kwenye bustani la edeni na uzima ambao sasa tunao hilo ndilo jibu la mwanguko imani so if the church leadership global Or is the body of Christ in her entirety? Na kwa hivyo ikiwa viongozi wa kanisa kote duniani ama ikiwa mwili wa Kristo katika ukamilifu wake wote basic, ikiwa tu laweza kukumbatia haya mambo ya kimsingi God, na kurudia uaminifu na Mungu basi kila kitu kingine kitarejeshwa basi kila kitu kingine kimerejeshwa. Again, the only way the church can replace her bearing back to the Lord now. Na tena njia ya pekee ambayo kanisa laweza kuipata njia yake ya kumrudia Bwana hivi sasa is return to that position of faithfulness. Ni kurudia mahali pale pa uaminifu. Innocent childlike faithfulness with God. No questions. Ile namna ya uaminifu kama ya mtoto kwa Mungu isiyokuwa na hatia hamna maswali just to go back to place where she again relies upon depend on 
Yaani kurudia mahali pale ambapo mara tena kanisa linategemea, linatazamia. Linamtumainia sasa. Linaamini Bwana. Hicho ndicho kitakachorejesha kanisa. So Kwa hivyo tutamatisha hiyo awamu ya kwanza.